If we're really honest, the process of writing a book, editing that book, publishing that book, and then writing the next book is work. And the authors who are really successful recognize that, and they treat it with all the discipline and dedication that they bring to a job. But it's also a passion project. It's also fun and creative and inspirational. And while I don't think that you should wait for inspiration to strike before you write, I do get that it can feel a lot easier and more fun when the inspiration is there. So in this episode, I'm going to share 11 ways to boost your creativity when you're feeling stuck. and welcome to Your Next Draft. I'm Alice Sudlow, and in this podcast, I'll teach you how to finish your first draft, edit your next draft, and craft a publication-ready novel. I am a developmental editor, avid reader, and story nerd. I help writers write and edit books they're truly proud of and then publish stories readers love. Every week, I'll give you quick, actionable tips you can use right away to finish your next draft. Stick with me and with your editing process, and soon you'll publish an amazing book. Welcome to Your Next Draft. In the last episode, I shared 10 ways to finish your first draft faster. But when I sat down to make a list of ways to finish your book, I actually came up with more than 20 of them. So in this episode, I'm sharing the other 11 ideas. All the ideas in the last episode were about productivity and accountability, essentially how to create structures and systems around yourself that will ensure you make consistent progress on your book, and also how to find people who can support you and make sure you actually use those structures and systems. All that can feel a little bit staid, like writing is work rather than a passion project. And the reality is it's both. If we're really honest, the process of writing a book, editing that book, publishing that book, and then writing the next book is work. And the authors who are really successful recognize that, and they treat it with all the discipline and dedication that they bring to a job. But it's also a passion project. It's also fun and creative and inspirational. And while I don't think that you should wait for inspiration to strike before you write, I do get that it can feel a lot easier and more fun when the inspiration is there. So in this episode, I'm going to share 11 ways to boost your creativity when you're feeling stuck. Ready? Let's dive in. One, think about your story when you're not writing. Sometimes the bulk of the creative process happens when you're not writing. This is the space of imagination and flights of fancy. If you feel stuck when you sit down to write, one question I want to ask is, are you thinking about your story outside of your writing time? Or are you sitting down to write and waiting for an idea to come to you? You could think of the writing process as happening in two parts. There's the having an idea part and the writing it down part. Those two things don't have to happen at the same time. In fact, it can be a huge time saver if they don't happen at the same time. Throughout the day, think about what happens next in your story. Then when you sit down to write, all you have to do is transcribe the scene in your imagination. The hard work of figuring out what comes next is already done. You just need your fingers on the keyboard to catch up to what already exists in your imagination. The second strategy is kind of like this, but with a twist. Two, establish the purpose of a scene before you write it. So maybe you've been imagining your story all day and you know exactly what's coming in the next five scenes. Or maybe you're sitting down to the blank page with no idea what's coming next. Either way, I want you to do a tiny bit of planning before you write. You don't need to know everything that will happen in every single beat. Remember, this isn't meant to squash your creativity, but to make it a little easier to access your creativity. So here are a few questions to ask yourself about a scene. What's the purpose of this scene? 
What conflict will your protagonist face? What decision will they have to make? Decisions are huge. And in a later podcast episode, I'm going to talk about why this is one of the first places I start when I'm helping writers edit an existing scene or plan a new scene. You can ask other questions too or brainstorm anything you know about the scene going into it. But those three questions will get you started. Then fill in the details as you write. Okay, zooming out a little bit for tip number three. Write a premise. I love premises because they really help you focus in on what your story is really about. Writing a premise is a fantastic challenge because it forces you to condense your whole story into one single sentence. That's a really tough thing to do, especially if you have a lot going on in your story. But if that's the case for you, a premise is actually even more important because it's really easy for your story to ramble on along a ton of different plot lines, but a premise forces you to figure out what's most important and what's at the core of the story you're trying to tell. Again, I know I keep teasing this, but this is another instance where I'm going to have a whole episode later on about what makes a great premise and how to write one for your book. But right now, I want to challenge you to do this. Write your whole story in a single sentence. One sentence that describes the main conflict of the entire novel. Now, what does that have to do with creativity? Again, this is going to force you to get really clear on what your story is about. And sometimes the key to getting out of a creative rut is getting some focus on what you're really trying to accomplish here. So write yourself a premise and then use that as a guide for writing your whole book. On to tip number four. Brain dump everything you know about your story. Okay, this is like the opposite of writing a premise. So if you didn't like that one, maybe you'll like this one better. Rather than condensing the whole story into one sentence, I want you to write everything you know about your story. Just pull out a sheet of paper and dump everything you know down onto the page. Maybe you write a scene list or chapter summaries or a three-page synopsis. This is going to refocus you on what you do know and possibly re-inspire you to get some fresh ideas and fill in the gaps. Then go write what you know. Turn a chunk of that brain dump into a full scene. And there you go. You're writing again. All right. The next strategy might be a bit of a challenge. Number five, write deliberately badly. Seriously, write as badly as you can. So much of what keeps writers stuck is perfectionism. You don't just want to write a book. You want to write an amazing book. You want to write the best book you're capable of. But with all that pressure to get the right words down on the page, you can get completely blocked and get no words down on the page. So change the goal. Your goal isn't to write the best book in the world anymore. Nope, it's to write really, really badly, but write as many words as you can. Get that messy, uninspired, cliche, plot-hole-ridden book down on the page. And don't worry, you'll fix it in the next draft long before your book is ever published so no one will ever know. I love this strategy for any time that I'm feeling stuck in perfectionism. Just reframe the goal to something else that's more attainable. Then I can get out of that focus of what I can't do and making things perfect and focus instead on something that's more attainable and more exciting and make progress, even if it's not perfect. And this strategy goes really well with the next one. Number six, do writing sprints. So the way this works is you pull out a timer and you set it for three minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes, basically some short amount of time. And then you challenge yourself to write as many words as you possibly can before the timer goes off. Again. This is a great way to beat perfectionism because you're changing the goal. Your goal isn't to write an amazing book. It's to write as many words as you're physically capable of writing before that timer goes off. 
Now it's not an artistic challenge, it's a race. And then, once the timer goes off, you check your word count, reset the timer, and do it again. You can even compete with yourself. Can you beat your best word count on the next run? It might just take you one or two writing sprints to get back into the flow of it, and then you don't need to do this anymore. Or maybe you run a full hour-long writing session in three-minute writing sprints, and you track every single time how many words you wrote in those three minutes. Either way, this is a fantastic way to overcome perfectionism and speed up your writing process. Tip number seven, figure out when and where you write best. So this strategy is all about doing the things you can do, controlling the variables you can control in order to get yourself back into your creative writing headspace as much as possible. Start with when you write best. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Do you write best on your lunch break or do you steal random minutes throughout your day to jot some lines down? Then think of where you write best. In a favorite coffee shop, at your kitchen table, outside or inside, in a writing nook in your house, in a library or in another public place. Figure out where and when you write best and then make it a point to go to that place every single day at that time. Make sure that when that time rolls around, you're in that seat ready to write. Or maybe you write best at a standing desk with a treadmill, so maybe you're not in a seat. You're literally walking on a treadmill as you write. Whatever works for you. Now, as an extra bonus here, we could get all five senses involved. Do you write best with music playing or in silence or with ambient noise around you that you don't really pay attention to? Do you like to have a coffee or a tea or something else to eat or drink? Do you like to light a scented candle? Essentially, any ways that you can create an atmosphere that inspires you and gets you back into your writing mindset, do those things. But don't get so caught up in trying to create atmosphere that you use that as another way to procrastinate And don't fall into the trap of blaming one scented candle or one cold tea on the reason why you couldn't write today. One little tiny thing out of place in your atmosphere can't be the thing that stops you from making progress in your book. So control the things that you can control, but don't get so caught up in perfectionism here that you use creating atmosphere as a distraction. This is why I started with time. Find your best time, then make a commitment to yourself that every day at that time, you're going to write. Even if you write best on sunny days and today is a rainy day, it's still 9 a.m. and 9 a.m. is your writing time, so you're going to write. Okay, the next strategy is actually the opposite of all of this. Number eight, shake things up with a new location. If you're feeling uninspired, especially if you're feeling uninspired on a consistent basis, why not change something up? Try writing in a new location or at a different time of day. If you like writing with music on, turn the music off or change the playlist. Essentially, change something about your environment to spark some new ideas. The next two strategies I have for you are great for when you're feeling stuck. Okay, all of these are great for when you feel stuck, but I really love these two, particularly as things to bump you out of a creative rut and get you excited for your writing again. First, number nine. Think of your ideal reader or the source of your inspiration. What inspired you to write this story in the first place? Why is this story important to you? Who do you want to read it? How will this story impact them? These are all really big questions, and they get back to your ultimate why. Why you're doing any of this in the first place. I bet when you first started writing your book, you felt super energized and motivated. What was it that got you so excited? Was it that this idea is just so incredibly good you couldn't wait to dive in and tell it? Or maybe there was a specific person facing a specific problem that you wanted to inspire or help? 
Think of that original source of inspiration, and then also think of the person that you want to read your book. Maybe there's a particular person in your life, or maybe the ideal reader is a little bit more abstract. But either way, I want you to picture that person in a lot of detail. Who is this person, and why do they need your book? What are they going to love about it? Why are they going to remember it long after they close the final page? How is your story going to impact their life? Maybe that ideal reader is actually you. Maybe you're writing the book that you wished you'd had earlier in your life. Imagine for a moment what it would have been like if someone had handed you this book, the book that you're writing right now, five years ago, or 10 years ago, or 20 years ago. How would that have changed your life? Sometimes, reminding yourself why you're doing this at all can be a really powerful way to get yourself inspired and energized and excited again. Or, even if it doesn't reignite that excitement, maybe it sparks some new determination that you are really, really committed to seeing this book through, not just for yourself, but for your reader who needs to read this story. When you're feeling uninspired, think of your ideal reader and remember why they need your story. Because this isn't ultimately just about you. It's your creative project, yes, but it's really a gift for your readers, for the people who are going to pick up your book and read it and love it and be impacted by it. And they need you to finish writing your book. So go finish writing your book. All right, the next strategy is another one I absolutely love, and anyone who knows me personally can probably guess what's coming. Number 10, go for a walk. I love this strategy so much. I use it all the time. If you're feeling stuck, I want you to go for a walk. Don't put headphones in. Don't put music on or a podcast or an audiobook. Just listen to the world around you. And as you walk, think about your story and the place where you're stuck and the story problem you're trying to solve. Just let your mind mull over it while you're walking. No stress, no trying to force a quick fix, just thinking about it. You might be surprised how much inspiration you can find on a simple walk. And as an extra bonus, if you're finding your walk really inspiring, don't stop walking. Open a voice-to-text app on your phone and narrate your thoughts while you walk. I've actually heard of authors who write their whole books this way, just walking and narrating the story out loud. It's a tool I've used myself when I'm stuck in something that I'm writing. I absolutely adore walking, and I've had so many of my best ideas on walks. I really think that this can be a transformative practice. So give it a go. Stand up, walk out of your house, and start walking. Maybe you walk to a park or a trail or a walking path. Maybe just walk around your neighborhood. Personally, I love finding areas that are fairly calm without much traffic because there are fewer distractions from noisy traffic and busy crowds and trying to make sure you're not walking in front of cars. But anywhere around you that's safe and pleasant to walk, just go and give it a try. And now for the final strategy. You might love it or you might really hate it, but I think it's really important to say. So far, all of these tips have been about how to tap into more creativity. But that only goes so far, and at some point, you just have to write the book. So here's strategy number 11. Write when you're inspired, and write when you're not. Yep, that's it. You can nurture your creativity, and you can create spaces for more inspiration, and some days that'll work, and you'll feel full of inspiration and brilliant ideas. Other days, though, it feels like the muse has abandoned you and every word you write is pulled straight out of a dumpster fire because that's just how writing goes. That's totally normal and it happens to every writer. Your job, and I do mean job, is to write on both kinds of days. Write when you feel inspired and then the next day, write when you don't feel inspired. 
Remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. Your goal is just to make it to the end of your book. You'll fix everything else in the editing process. And there's a lot of freedom in that. It means that the success of your book doesn't depend on you feeling inspired to write every time that you sit down. It doesn't depend on you finding the best words. All that matters is that you finish. That's it. Seriously, just finish your first draft. All right, those are all 11 strategies for boosting your creativity so you can write your book faster. You can treat these as kind of a grab bag. Maybe you do some of these all the time and you build them into your writing routine, and maybe you do some others as needed to spark some fresh inspiration. Maybe writing sprints become something that you use every single day, and you make it a habit to think about your story and plan scenes throughout the day so that you're ready to write when you have time. But maybe you use things like trying a new location or going on a walk as emergency pick-me-ups when you get stuck. Maybe when you feel stuck in your draft, you pull out a random number generator and you see where it lands, and that's the strategy you use today. And to make that a little bit easier, I have a free download for you. It's a list of all 21 ideas I shared here and in the previous episode. If you picked it up in the last episode, this is the same thing, so you already have it. But if you haven't grabbed that yet, go ahead and do that now. I want you to print it out and keep it in your writing space so you can refer back to it anytime you're feeling stuck. You can get that download by going to alicesudlow.com slash fast. And I also want to give you an assignment to do right now. Your assignment today is simple. Pick one of the 11 things I talked about in this episode and do it right now. Or, if not right this second, during your writing or editing time today. You can pick any of these ideas that you like. Personally, I'm partial to going on a walk. You might have been able to tell. But that's because I'll take literally any excuse to go on a walk. You can choose which one of these that you want to do today. Go on a walk. And to make this easier, don't forget to download that list of all 21 of these ideas. Get that download by going to alicesudlow.com slash fast. That's it for this episode of Your Next Draft. If you enjoyed what you've just heard, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And while you're at it, would you mind leaving a rating and review? That makes a huge difference in helping other writers discover this podcast too. Plus, I love reading your reviews and they help me know what's helpful to you so I can be sure to share more tips you'll love. All right, pick up your pin, get back to editing, and I'll see you next week with a new episode. 